Hello, hello. This is the Critcast, the casual movie review podcast, and I'm Ross. We here at the Critcast like to think that movies can be both art and entertainment. This week, we're looking at an example of how thoughtful and competent storytelling can make even the business of movies more palatable and even enjoyable. By that, I mean we'll be looking at Disney's Pixar's Cars 3 and how even a movie mostly motivated by merchandise can still tell a good story. This movie also reminds us that despite Pixar not quite being the golden child it used to be, its movies are still head and shoulders above the disposable trash that shoveled into theaters under the guise of children's movies. In Disney's Pixar's third entry in the not-quite-so-venerable Cars series, we re-enter the post-apocalyptic world of Cars. In a world where all humans are dead, our self-driving cars have gained sentience and rebuilt society. At the center of this new world order is NASCAR and Lightning McQueen, played by Owen Wilson, is its champion. As Lightning races to help pay for the medication of his mentally challenged friend Mater, played by Daniel Whitney, pretending to be a NASCAR fan, he finds himself challenged by some filthy millennial named Jackson Storm, played by some smug asshole named Army Hammer. Upset that this dirty millennial is killing Applebee's and eating avocados, Lightning seeks to win one last race with the help of a personal trainer and new franchise protagonist, Cruz Ramirez, played wonderfully by Cristela Alonso. Before I went to see Cars 3, I struggled to remember if I had even seen Cars 2. I knew I saw the first one because that was back when Pixar was at its height and I was willing to see everything they saw without question. But Pixar isn't so infallible anymore, though not necessarily any worse at their goal of making compelling, story-focused animated movies. I have memories of that terrible Mater-centric movie, so I guessed that I did see it at some point. I just hope that I didn't see it in the theaters in support of that kind of nonsense with my money. So, my mindset going into Cars 3 was the knowledge that these movies aren't Pixar's best, and that it's a pretty open secret that they are just used to fund their better projects, like the upcoming Mexican Day of the Dead-themed Coco. But after watching Cars 3, I was reminded that Pixar is still one of the most reliable studios for good stories. Or rather, they're a studio I can usually count on to craft and tell a good story with good characters that make me feel emotions and manages to not disgust and irritate me on a fundamental level. Cars 2 aside, Pixar still puts story first with genuine emotion, and it doesn't speak down to its younger viewing audience. Such a distinction is made ever clearer when compared against the intolerable trailers for eye-rolling kids movies that come before Pixar and Disney movies. I'll take Pixar's B material over the lights of the Emoji movie, or some bull movie starring John Cena, or a fucking Olaf the Snowman Disney short, or that horrific plague on our nation we call the Minions. Those movies don't give a shit because they know dumb kids and their dumb parents will go see them because of their stupidly low standards. At least Pixar still at least tries to make some kind of art with their movies. Now, the standard metric of quality for Pixar movies is how much they make us cry. On that scale, Cars 3 falls on the low end because I didn't even sniffle once while watching this movie. That's kind of disappointing because Pixar can make me bawl my eyes out over the story of a talking fish or a talking toy. It's because of that reason that I can't say the lack of emotional investment stemmed from the fact that this movie is about talking cars as opposed to 
something more anthropomorphic, like a toy. I think my lack of emotional investment came from weak characterization on the part of Lightning McQueen and Cruz Ramirez, the two main characters of the story. Not to say either of them were poor characters overall or that they weren't well acted. Owen Wilson is good as usual as Lightning and Cristela is quite enjoyable as Cruz, but I never got totally invested in Lightning's personal journey throughout the movie and Cruz's history wasn't filled out enough over time to give her journey weight. Sure, I can say exactly what each of their personal narrative arcs were and how they played out because of the competent and solid writing, but their presentation wasn't good enough or solid enough to lend good payoffs. I think the movie moved a little too fast in some areas to get me invested. Cars 3 moves at a good enough pace to keep my interest up. I was never bored during the movie, and I was certainly never distracted by some out-of-place scene or unearned moment. It's a testament to good filmmaking, if not necessarily good storytelling, that even the Act 2 narrative detours are fun to watch even if they don't add a lot to the story beyond meeting a few new potential toy products. But that was part of the problem. While Cars 3 does tie these detours into the plot by the end, they don't really tie into the story. I don't know more or feel more for the characters afterward aside from an almost effective moment where we learn of Cruz's backstory. But even that moment is just one moment of spoken word, uh, however well spoken it might have been. I would have liked to have actually seen Cruz's backstory in a flashback or something where Pixar could have told that little story visually. I mean, there are already a billion flashbacks to Lightning's late mentor. What's one more with Cruz? Speaking of Lightning's late mentor and Cruz's story arc, I'm glad that Cars 3 got back to telling a story that pertains to the main gimmick of the series, which is stock car racing. I know that the first Cars movie didn't have the strongest storyline anyway, but Cars 2 was just way out there and completely unnecessary. Thankfully, Mater was relegated back to side character where he belongs, with I think even less screen time than the first movie. I was surprised as well when I started making comparisons between Cars 3 and other sports movies, specifically the excellent boxing movie Creed. Cars 3 and Creed share the same basic DNA of an aging sports star fading with age and finding new life as a mentor to the next generation. I'm a sucker for that kind of story, and my love of Creed stands to that. But again, Car 3's weak emotional arc puts a damper on those feelings. Still, the story that was told was competent enough. I especially appreciated that essential part of Cruz's story arc was why she never became a racer despite having a desire and an ability to do so. It was a nice addition to a classic storyline that felt especially prescient in today's environment of diversity and representation. Uh, Pixar's decision to purposefully keep Cruz's reason fairly vague is a little difficult to judge, however. Cruz never specifically says why she felt unable to participate in racing, but it can be pretty clearly read as, I was made to feel out of place because of my gender or, or even because of her race, i.e. Hispanic. On the one hand, I think it was good to keep it more open-ended and less focused on her specific characteristics since this is a kid's movie. But on the other, I think they left that out because of the setting itself. It's difficult to assign genders and races to talking cars. Clearly, there are male and female cars, but they're still cars and most people just see them as cars. Same goes for race, which is especially hard to nail down because literally every car can be any color at any time 
and can freely change colors via paint jobs or a new chassis. So that was an otherwise really good moment marred by the setting itself. Overall, I'm glad that Cars 3 turned out to be more than just merchandise material held up by Pixar's ability to deliver a decent story in a decent way. I'm glad that it put more emphasis on its story, but I can't say that it's some glorious return to form either. Cars 3 suffers from this strange emotional distance that I really think exists because of the empathic leaps needed to care about talking cars and their talking car problems. At least Pixar still tried to get me invested, and their usual good filmmaking smoothed over some of the other minor bumps along the way. I don't think Cars 3 will be nearly as forgettable as the first two Cars movie, and it's certainly better than most of its animated competition. Spend your money on Pixar movies instead of lowering your standards for the Minions or the fucking goddamn Emoji movie. Or go see one of the Lego movies. Those are actually turned out to be pretty good movies too, strangely enough. This has been Ross with the CritCast. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Y'all have a good day now.